0: What's up, everybody? Uh, welcome to another episode of Wrestling With uh, This is episode 21, and today we're going to be focusing on NXT TakeOver Phoenix, which took place on Saturday night, the 26th of January, uh, from the Talking Stick Arena. Um, so I've got a guest with me today, uh, an old wrestling buddy of mine uh, called Matt Bayliss, uh, who's been following wrestling for as long as I have. Uh, welcome, Matt. Welcome to Wrestling With Johnners.
1: Hi, hey Johnny. Thanks very much for having me on with you.
0: Yeah, no problem at all. So, we've known each other for a few years, but you've been watching wrestling for a long time. You you go to a lot of shows. Uh, talk to us a little bit about your kind of wrestling fandom, where it all started, uh, some highlights for you and your kind of wrestling fandom, and what, so the sort of uh, shows or promotions you like to follow. Uh, I think I
1: first really got into wrestling about um age of 10 when we first got uh, cable TV. Uh, I think the first wwf match i watched i think i kind of stumbled across uh a, a brett versus Owen match which is a pretty good way of starting um i kind of enjoyed enjoyed wwf for for a long time like in the attitude area then kind of drifted away for a while um and then suddenly started getting into into the british wrestling scene then so um sort of through ngw first with nathan cruz R.J. singh um El Ligero. Um, and then really started following a lot around the Midlands where I was based at the time. Um, so, you know, obviously quite pertinent to, to NXT, NXT UK, um, you know, one of the people that I follow really closely locally was Pete Dunne. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, also got the chance to see people like Tommaso Ciampa, uh, Gargano, you know, in and around the Midlands in, in sort of, uh, in little working men clubs and stuff like that. So it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, a, it's amazing at the moment watching the WWE product and, and seeing all these guys like you're really coming into their own now.
0: yeah and you got to know uh pete dunn reasonably well didn't you you don't live too far from pete dunn or you kind of got to see him on quite a few shows
1: yeah yeah so i saw him a lot around the midlands and sort of like down with attack as well um and then uh so I, i trained with kamikaze pro for a little while where pete was one of the trainers so I got to sort of see that side of things with him as well. Uh, So he's one that I did see very regularly around the Midlands um, in all the shows that were going on there.
0: Superb. And like you said, it's amazing to see how their careers uh, turned, getting signed by the WWE, uh, wrestling on NXT UK and across America, occasionally on uh, TakeOver. And... um, yeah, I I wouldn't be surprised if we see uh, Pete Dunne or one or two of the uh, British talent um, as, as prominent figures in the Royal Rumble this year. But uh, um, that that's for another review. We won't talk about the Royal Rumble yet. Um, so focusing on NXT Takeover Phoenix. Uh, on the whole, I thought it was a, a, a really good show. I mean, what was your overall take from uh, from the show on Saturday night?
1: Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. it was sort of top to bottom, um, I thought it was a really strong show. Mm, yeah, yeah, you know, it's uh, they you know they seem to get a good a good mix of matches that you know it wasn't repetitive that You know everything had its own different hooks and you know i was really engaged in, in pretty much every match
0: really absolutely well we'll break down each match we'll have a little bit of talk talk about each of the matches um but on the whole yeah i really enjoyed it as well and when, when you watch an nxt takeover they they very rarely disappoint to be honest with you i don't think i've ever seen a bad takeover um so although it's a wwe product it's much more of a free-flowing independent style and you definitely get to see the wrestlers and the characters um you know but pull out all the stops and uh moves that you wouldn't usually see on the main rosters. so uh Let's get started anyway. So the first match is Undisputed Era versus War Raiders. And this is going to be for the NXT Tag Team Championships. And to start off with, the, the stage area is, is, kind of looks like a, a scene from uh, from the TV show Vikings um, as War Raiders make their way uh, to the ring for the first match of the evening. So there was loud Undisputed chants uh, for this match. Now, I've always thought that Undisputed Era are kind of more babyfaces than they are heels anyway, to be honest with you. But um, this is really a match of two halves, I think, For the first five or so minutes you've got Undisputed here, really taking it to um, a row mostly and uh, putting the beating in on, on row. But then as soon as Hansen gets tagged in, uh, that's when the match changed as far as I'm concerned. He's the, the biggest guy out of the two, um, but he was, he was really quite athletic, doing some pretty good dives. Um, I think at one point he hit um, a, a, a splash off the top rope, a flying leg drop, a couple of uh, cartwheels as well, which is not something you see every day from, from big men like him. But uh, what was your take from this match anyway, Matt?
1: Yeah, thoroughly enjoyed. I'm a really big fan of the War Raiders. Um, cause like you mentioned for for two really big guys. You know what they do in the ring, mm. you know, isn't what you'd really expect from them. And and then similarly with uh, Undisputed Era, you know, they you know they're not just technical wrestlers. They're not sly heels. You know they they really mix it up and um, yeah you know, and they and they have taken on all, all challenges. So you know, I thought the dynamic of the match was really really good. Yeah, um, there's a lot of good spots and and it was back and forth and. I think one of the good things with with the takeover shows as well is that, you know, you never really know what's going to happen. You, it's, it's really hard to predict the outcomes of the matches as well, and and, and all throughout the match, you know, genuinely were surprised by some of the kickouts, and 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 the match kept going on. So you know, it was it was really fun to watch. Yeah, and a great way of starting the sure. show
0: Absolutely, so I mean there were some really cool spots here uh, Hanson hitting a, a pretty cool crossbody and then a big lariat and a bronco buster, um, then he kind of finished off that little combo moves with a, a little cartwheel as I mentioned earlier um, a top rope splash from Hanson uh, even Roderick Strong managed to managed to hit a top rope superplex uh, on, on Hanson uh, with uh, O'Reilly following up with um, a, a knee from the top rope so a good combo there from Undisputed um, the match lasts. About 17 minutes, um, and in the end, um, I, I believe it was uh, Hansen hitting his top rope leg drop um, to uh, say end the match. Um, one, two, three new tag team champions in NXT. And uh, overall, yeah, I thought it was uh, one of the better matches of the night, to be honest with you. It, it was a really good way to start the show. Um, I don't think I've seen a bad, undisputed match at a takeover. But usually, they end up on the winning side, but this time we've got new tag team champions
1: yeah you know it's uh it's you know maybe it was due a change but um i think like undisputed what they've done in the last sort of 12 months or however long you know they they have you know really taken control of, of uh of nxt and yeah you know, like and like to say they've had some fantastic matches uh obviously the war games at the end of last year yeah um again featuring the war raiders as well you know, it, it was it was fantastic and you know they're fun to watch and you know the, the way they go about it, what they do in the ring is 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 really good. You know, they look believable. Um, you know, you think that they could win, but obviously they do get you know a bit of a beating at the same time as well.
0: Absolutely, they do sell really well, and they're for bigger opponents. They do bounce around the ring an awful lot. Um, certainly, Roderick Stronger is is uh, good at bouncing, but. Um, What's your take on Undisputed? I mean, they haven't got any any gold around their waist at the moment. Adam Cole obviously lost the North American Championship a little while ago. Um, Strong and O'Reilly have just lost the tag belts. Now, is that an indicator that they're possibly going up to the main roster? And if they do, how well do you think they're going to fare? I mean, personally, I think they're excellent in the ring, excellent athletes, a really, really good unit. Um, and uh, possibly, you know, the best faction in all of WWE at the moment. But... I don't know when they go across to the main roster. Are they going to be received the same way? Um, how's Vince McMahon going to look at them as a, as a group? Are they going to be considered too small, or are they going to continue their winning ways? What do you think?
1: I think that's the big challenge really with with um, with the way that NXT is, and, and especially with the takeover shows, what, you know, where they get to really express themselves in the matches. They get given longer um, for each match as well. Yeah. Um, you know I, I it is difficult to see how that would translate mm. um arguably they don't need titles to to still you know be relevant and to and to sort of be a big part of nxt um but it would seem that by by losing titles it does potentially open up the, the uh the opportunity for them to move up yeah um and then it would really come down to Obviously, staying injury free um, and then and seeing what they
0: do with them, really. Absolutely, absolutely. The only thing that concerns me is you obviously see the way that uh, uh, the Revival have been treated on the main roster, and kind of uh, certainly you look at O'Reilly and Strong as a tag team. In a similar sort of vein, a very kind of serious technical team, uh, much in the same way as the Revival. And hopefully they don't get treated the same way. And hopefully they don't get turned into a comedy act either. But uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, I'll probably see, expect to see Undisputed up on the main roster sooner rather than later. Whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, we'll have to see. But uh, we'll move on to the second match anyway. Uh, Matt Reddall versus Cassius Ono. So this is their, the third time they fought. Uh, the first one was uh, that six-second squash match. Um, in that uh, uh, the match that I think it, it, it was um, it was not expected to take place at the beginning of war games, but it did. And Matt Riddle won in six seconds. They had a rematch a few weeks later on NXT TakeOver, uh, on NXT TV, sorry, which Matt Riddle uh, managed to win. But then Cassius Ohno, he got got a little bit of payback with uh, an attack on Riddle after the match, uh, slamming him into the ring steps and uh, you know, beating him up outside the ring. So this is kind of a bit of a grudge match now. Obviously, Cassius Ono was embarrassed by the six second loss and then uh, losing a second time on TV. Um, so going into this match, uh, what was your expectations, Matt? And uh, were you looking forward to this one?
1: Uh, yeah, so uh, they're really contrasting styles as well, which makes it um, you know quite interesting. Whereas obviously Cassius Snow is um, you know definitely a, a veteran in the ring, um, whereas Matt Riddle is you know relatively fresh. I was definitely in terms of NXT, but in, yeah. in terms of wrestling as well. Um, so, you know, so having a difference in styles, um, obviously, very different looks between the two of them as well.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, for those of you that have listened to this podcast before, I'm a massive fan of Matt Riddle. And I do think he's got a really bright future, uh, not just in NXT, but on the main rest- roster. I think he's got a, a really good personality, a fantastic character. Um, we haven't seen much of that personality or character come out yet. I think it's still early days. Uh, but I do think uh, he's definitely one to watch. Not just on NXT, as I said, but I think going forward onto the main roster. But focusing on his match with uh, Cassius Ono it was a bit more competitive uh, this time, much more competitive than their six-second match uh, from War Games, um, and uh, a bit more competitive than the match they had a few weeks after that on TV. Um, but the uh, the match went. Uh, let's see, the match went about ten minutes, and it ended up with Matt Riddle winning the match. Um, so quite a, quite a good match here, and I thought that Matt Riddle. Uh, sold quite a bit, I think. That ono had quite a bit of the offense. Uh, Matt Riddle did win, of course, and and quite a unique win as well, where he actually won by uh, tap out um, because of repeated elbow strikes. That's more of an MMA finish, not the sort of finish you'd see in a wrestling ring. Uh, what was your take, kind of, on this match and on the finish as well, Matt?
1: Yeah, I think it was um, again. Again, it was a good back and forth match. I think that, like, say, with him with Riddle taking. A lot more of the beating during yeah. this match as well it shows a different um a different element to what he's got he managed to fight through i mean so especially getting these uh obviously he wrestles barefoot mm. so getting his foot stamped <laughs> on and, and bits during the match
0: yeah
1: is uh is something unique um and then with the finish as well i think it kind of sums up nxt really that they're doing different things and they're not just going with the norms um and, ha- and having that as a finish it kind of shows what matt river's background is
0: yeah absolutely um,
1: it shows a bit, you know, a bit of brutality to it rather than, you know, a one-two-three or or a, a, a submission tap-out. Yeah. It was kind of an, you know, an admission that he was the beaten man. So I think, you know, potentially and maybe ends the feud between the two of them and they'll both move on from it now. But uh, but you never know. Um, it could just be the the start of something ongoing between the two of them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I was half expected uh, Keith Lee to get involved because he was um, he lost to Ono. Oh last week on NXT TV and that was quite a good match, but uh, obviously Keith Lee has uh, is, is got to be involved in his own storyline at some point, but uh, I think it draws an end to this feud. Uh, this is the third match now, I can't see them going a fourth. Uh, what happens to Cassius Ono after this? He's always been kind of that, that guy that, uh, um, that gives the shine to the the, the, the newcomer, uh, to the shiny new toys, um, but uh, I think he, he played his part in this match and this feud very well, um, but Matt Riddle onto a bigger and better things and uh possibly, you know, uh, looking at maybe a championship match in the future, maybe against uh, uh, maybe a North American championship shot against the uh, the champion, and we'll talk more about that in a, in a bit, but uh, um, yeah, uh, a really good match there, and uh, better than I was expecting, and like I say, what I was impressed with more than anything was Matt Riddle selling, we've not really seen him too much on the defence, uh, this time we did, um, but uh, a really good match, a good way to end the match as well, and uh, a fun uh, 10 minute match there. So, uh, on to match number 3, three then. Uh, Before we go on to action number three, uh, there's a kind of a a backstage segment where we see the Velveteen Dream get out of a a, a, a limo and uh, accompanied by two young ladies Uh, And we see the Velveteen Dream in the front row later on in the night. Um, So uh, not featured in a match on this card, which is the first takeover for a while where we haven't seen Velveteen Dream wrestle. Um, But I think, uh, along with Matt Riddle, Velveteen Dream is definitely uh, one to keep an eye on. I think he's definitely uh, one of the hottest prospects on the WWE's books at the moment. What's your opinion on Velveteen Dream? Are you a fan or have you uh, not made up your mind on him yet? Uh, Where do you stand with him?
1: I've I've become a fan. Uh, I think to begin with... um, you know, obviously the sort of in ring he was he was fantastic but mm. I think with the with the gimmick and with the character he, he, it seemed a bit a bit much at times but um especially with the uh, with the title match at war games last at the end of last year you know I think sort of you know seeing that um that passion and everything is you know it's really it sold him to me I think really and um, and you know the the way he kind of stepped up to to that main event status is uh you know' is a credit to him and and I think definitely he's someone that is either gonna do big things in NXT or, or again is someone else that might might make the move onto the main roster?
0: Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be... He's got the the character and the personality that Vincent McMahon w- would love. I mean, not only does he look great and he works well in the ring, um, but uh, he's got he's got the character. He's pretty much the, the, the full package already, to be honest with you. Um, and he can do the comedy stuff. He can do the, the straight stuff. But I think more importantly, when he's in the ring, um, I think everybody takes him seriously. And uh, he, he's only kind of been wrestling for about three or four years now. Some of you may remember him as uh, Patrick Clark uh, on uh, one of the Tough enough from a, a few years back, but uh, he, he, he I think he's got this gimmick down to a T. to be honest with you. And um, yeah, I look for very big things from him in the future, I believe anyway. But uh, on to pa- match number three. Uh, The the match that some are saying is definitely the match of the night. Um, I know that you've got uh, uh, some really good things to say about this match, but Ricochet versus Johnny Gargano for the North American Championship. So Ricochet going in as the defending champion. Uh, The the, the match started with the crowd very, very 50-50. So there was uh, kind of equal Gargano, uh, Johnny Wrestling and uh, Ricochet Chance. um, And they... The the thing that really impressed me with this match there was lots of quick exchanges between the two, lots of really cool transitions, uh, lots of fast-paced moves.